When I was in college, my thesis advisor was named Devorah Schoenfeld. She was the, the sister and daughter of rabbis and the Jewish studies professor at my college. She's now at a, <laughs> she's now at a Benedictine college um, teaching interreligious dialogue. I'm going to turn this away from me. And every time I met with her, she insisted that our meetings be over lunch. She said that when we join over a meal together, it makes every meeting smoother, because it makes good news that much easier to celebrate and hard news that much easier to deal with. Breaking bread is a fundamental part of human existence, part of what makes us a community, and not just a collection of individuals. So many traditions have some history of breaking bread. In our story this morning that Chelsea read, and that I think half of the congregation participated in, it emphasized one of the seven principles of Unitarian Universalism. So we say that Unitarian Universalists have seven principles. These are not a creed, but things that we usually hold in common. The first is, anyone know? The inherent worth and dignity of every person. The inherent worth and dignity of every person. We hold that each individual has dignity, has worth. We try to live our lives so that each person we come across knows that we know that they have inherent worth and dignity. Well, that's one of seven. The fascinating thing for me, as you go through those seven, that list of seven principles, is they start with the individual. They start with each individual has inherent worth and dignity, but they end with, we are part of an interconnected web of existence. We might all be individuals, but we are all connected to each other. And as, as you go through the seven, they move from the individual to the community. So they start with inherent worth and dignity. They go to the right of conscience, the use of the democratic process, the goal of world community, and lastly, the interconnected web of existence. Thanksgiving, as pedantic as this sounds, is a time to be thankful. It is what we do on this holiday. For me, it's a time to reflect on this web that we are all a part of. It's also my favorite holiday. It's a holiday about food and getting together with family. Families of choice, families of birth, recipes that have been passed down for generations, recipes that we downloaded off Google last night, <laughs> recipes that are delicious, perfectly cooked, recipes where you forgot to butter the bottom of the pan. That was me two days ago. <laughs> And, and each of these recipes, each of these families, each part of this holiday is an object lesson 
on interconnectedness. Bread, one bit of flour, is the result of thousands of people. One family coming together is the result of thousands of connections over thousands of years. I said in a sermon a couple months ago that, that each person is the result of the love of thousands. Over generations, names we know, names we don't know. Each of us is the result of thousands of interconnections. And food, even foods we think of as quintessentially American, quintessentially Thanksgiving-based. Apples were domesticated in Central Asia. Corn domesticated originally in Central America. Wheat comes from the Middle East. Each Thanksgiving table is a bounty of interconnectedness. We are caught up in this thing. Every time we sit down and share a meal together, we are caught up in interconnection. And this goes way back. Mark Bellatini, in that, in that reading, talked about creation and stardust, how we are connected all the way back to that. To me, that is a thing to be thankful for, that in each part of our lives, we are part of something much greater than we are. It is a communion of a kind. So let's talk about communion. Because we have bread on the table. And there are exactly, well, there are more than two ways, but there are two ways to talk about communion in a church. The first is to talk about the body and the blood and the, the orthodox piece of communion that's been passed down. To me, that misses the point entirely. That is, like we talked about two weeks ago, the, the loaves and fishes story is not a, a story about a miracle of changing loaves into hundreds of loaves. It's a story about coming together and sharing in community. So to get caught up in what communion is theologically is to miss the point of it. But the second way to talk about communion the second way that, that Unitarian Universalists talk about communion is to talk about what that word means. Communion and community are rooted in the same idea. It's not a question of body and blood. It's a question of joining together in a shared meal around a shared table. It's what we do at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a kind of communion. This later communion is not a, a Christian ceremony. It goes by a whole lot of names. In Diwali, it's celebrated with lights and a feast. In Jewish households, it's breaking challah on Friday night to celebrate the Sabbath. In American civic religion, which is distinct from Christianity, 
though often not thought of as distinct from Christianity. It is the holiday of Thanksgiving. We gather as friends, as families, of communities of all kinds to share a meal together. So, we're going to try something this morning. A communion service written by Mark Bellatini. He wrote the, the reading that Chelsea just read. Mark was one of the first out gay men in Unitarian Universalist ministry. He chaired the commission that wrote the Gray Hymnal. He was a parish minister for almost 40 years. He just retired this summer. He is authentically Unitarian Universalist as much as anyone possibly can be. So as you hear the words of this ritual, I would encourage you not to think of it as something foreign to our tradition, but as something coming from voices deeply rooted in Unitarian Universalism. So we'll sing a song together, and then we'll have communion. In the second sense of the word, we will share a meal together in this space. So we'll start by singing in the gray hymnal, number 128, for all that is our life. Will you please rise in body or in spirit? <laughs> 